0: Make sure you have your drink. I do. Let's I got got my mimosa. It's actually, like cheers for for this for this. Salud. So, cheers. Ooh. Mm. Look, that that's good. I'm proud of this decision. <laughs> this comes with its own stopper,
1: so like you just yeah, need to buy like the And it's like
0: apparently a family vineyard. Like this shit is good. Can we curse on the podcast? We're alive. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> i mean you know we're this is a, this is a podcast for adults we are adults <laughs> exactly this is true it's true if you shouldn't be having mimosas if you're not an adult this is a fact
1: <laughs> this is a fact this i know that you're
0: fact. out there and you are but you shouldn't
1: <laughs> as an adult lord knows i was having a lot of mimosas before i was legally <laughs> <laughs> this is true uh the my whole college town probably knew me as my sister for, like the first, like three years <laughs> of oh, my college career. That clear, so... is
0: amazing. There's also the, the The perks of having an older sister. <laughs> I am the older sister. <laughs> and my sister and I look nothing alike. So there's no way I could have helped her. She
1: never, life. she never used your ID, never, ever. We are different You guys
0: definitely colors. don't look alike at all. You guys <laughs> don't look alike Which is kind of amazing. All. Also leads into this podcast very well. Gosh, you guys really don't look alike we don't look at, at all. You okay. know my sister? yeah like she, her and i are and like, this is the beauty of being latino like i am very fair-skinned white passing latina mm. she is like chocolatey She's chocolate chocolate yeah. like afro latina with the big hair and like all of that she used to get her hair relaxed yes because actually gosh what,
1: before we we should probably i should probably tell you what we're talking about today right yes <laughs> that's, that's a good idea because it actually leads into this so today's uh topic uh is being latina and 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 what what about being latina what does it mean how do you how does it make you feel uh but introduce yourself Tell the people as much or as little as you want i think that's i'm glad that you're doing this with me first because i know that you also can be private yes so i want to make sure that i'm giving you the space to give us as much or as little as you want
0: Thanks. Uh, I'm going to introduce myself with my Dominican given name mm-hmm,
1: um, mm-hmm.
0: as Glenelise. Mm-hmm. Um, full name, put it out there because that's what the topic is, right? Um, uh, yeah, I'm Elise. I am a mom, a wife, a tech entrepreneur. Ooh, claim um, it, you better. Yeah, that's like my first time saying that out loud. Yes, so that's you cool. better claim it. Uh, <laughs> she said tech entrepreneur in case you didn't hear her. tech TBD. entrepreneur. TBD. no, no, no tentative. <laughs> Firm, confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. Confirm yes. like Justice Ketanji, <laughs> tech confirmed.
1: entrepreneur. You heard tech her, she said it.
0: Yes, I said it, it is in the world therefore we're manifesting it mm-hmm. into existence. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, born and raised in New York City, Dominican American, um, met Liz in high school. Yep. We shared the same last name up until recently. We are sis, <laughs> we were. <laughs> you haven't changed your name? I have not changed my name. Oh, did you? Have, did you want to change your name? My husband wanted me to change my name. <laughs> <laughs> His name is cool. But there's a lot of degrees that have my name on it. Yeah. So I
1: want to claim all of that. We could be living in paradise, but we're not. We're here. No, we're
0: here. We're in New York City. I mean, that's kind of other people's paradise. Everybody comes here.
1: You know, I actually think about that all the time. I was telling, um, and Allison agrees with me. I was telling Allison, who is another friend of mine, who
0: hopefully maybe one day uh, we'll get
1: her on the podcast. Allison, if you're listening. come on the podcast. Come on, girl. Like, let's talk. Um, but something that I we share is I always like feel like deeply that I live in New York. Like I feel like I'm in a movie moment whenever I am driving over a bridge. Yeah. Or like in a car over a bridge. Particularly, like I love not having to drive crossing over the Brooklyn Bridge or the um, the
0: Manhattan bridge. bridge
1: Manhattan bridge yeah cuz like if you if you drive on the very outer yeah, like edge you're just, just like you're there oh, yeah, oh my
0: god it literally it makes it, it's like a movie it literally feels yeah.
1: like you know what it actually feels like it reminds me of nick and Nora's infinite playlist yes, you know this movie
0: yes 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 you're
1: right you're right love that movie love that movie but yes like that that's the the vibe that i get that like I'm leaning on the window and like looking out at the thing but in reality like i'm not leaning on the window unless i'm really really tired because yeah. like a bum probably was on that window and it's like yeah. nasty and gross and nasty greasy because it hasn't been cleaned gross. since like the reality of new york kicks in right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> because i will tell you that you know as my i'm a first generation we're first generation yep. americans yep um and like the sparkle of new Actually, york city no you're not yeah, no, technically not. I'm like a full, full blown
1: immigrant. My sister is a first generation American because she was born here. She was born, and then something happened, and they decided that they were going back to DR. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was born. Right. And I was born there in DR. Funnily enough, I talked about it on like just the episode that I just released yesterday, which is I was born on election day. DR, which, you know which is like a very big contentious. Deal.
0: That is like Exactly. I can just picture it in my head, like all of the campaigning, all of the uh, I just literally. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. 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 <laughs> to the point where
1: I almost died because she couldn't have the she almost didn't wasn't able to have the C-section she needed to have because she was pushing forever. I wouldn't come. And then she needed to get cut, but nobody had the keys to the OR. But the nurse had fallen asleep in the OR because she wanted to take a nap uninterrupted. No. So she locked reason. herself into the OR to right. sleep. And like that, that's the shit that we're talking about.
0: I don't think I don't think people think about if you're a non-immigrant, yeah. why immigrants yeah. immigrate. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's usually not for fun. Exactly. Like it's usually to exactly. better their circumstances because wherever they are there are things and barriers to their success exactly exactly so they leave everything behind exactly and come to a brand new place aka new york city where it's cold yep. it's dirty yep. like the 70s and the 80s was not a fun time in to the be. bronx in the bronx In like the how? bronx is burning harlem. yeah like, yep. Like, yep. i grew up in harlem so it's just like those areas in Are not the cute gentrified places that they are today. Polo grounds. Yep. Oh,
1: exactly. Like, it's not a
0: time. No, it wasn't a time to really like. Let's go somewhere fun. Exactly. Exactly. Like, none of these places were fun. Like, they came here because they were looking for someone something better, and then they come here and they're like, "Wait, is this actually better?"
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yep. Yep. And then it's better in different ways because we got and they got opportunities, like your mom Mm -hmm. going to nursing school. Yep. my grandmother having financial autonomy without a man mm-hmm. um and they they came here to do that and for us to succeed but then with that comes a chip on your shoulder right truly because you're like well they gave up through and they tell you all the time oh my god i gave up my whole life for this moment and you're like i wasn't born or thought of when you made these decisions truly so somehow i have to follow through on them truly sure I'll do that at such a young age, <laughs> like. And you know
1: what? What's very crazy is that I always had the two dueling voices in my house. Right? It was always like eh, it, was, it might have been a trio of houses because it's just like my dad, who's always just like, "You're like, you, whatever you do is never going to be good enough," but like mm-hmm. never outright saying it. Right, right. Then my grandma, who's just like, you know, like you need to like you're not good enough, but you could get there, like work hard, but you could get there. And then my mom, who's just like, you are a blight being sent from heaven above. So it's just like, very like, whole Catholic revering, you know, like one that's like tough love, you know, and then one that's just like, try all you want. You're a piece of shit. Like, congrats. Right.
0: Yeah. And it's so many messages and voices that like come into one and like, you have to navigate that. Also, by doing shit for the first mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Like your mom went to college and got a degree. My mother did not. My mom came here on a mm-hmm. high school education. My grandmother thankfully mm-hmm. knows how to read because mm-hmm. God knows that like back in the day, like not everyone got an education, especially if you're a woman. Um, but you come here and then you have all these expectations of what life is, and it's fucking hard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's hard as shit. Mm-hmm. And like you work and you work and you work and you're scraping your pennies for the better life, right? The better life. And here come your kids. And my mom was always like, education, absolutely, get your degree. Education, it's the way absolutely. to prosper. It's the way to move forward. I the wish only way, the only way, and let's not talk the about way, that one the day. only <laughs> way. Yeah, because we learned through this process that like we did all the right things, right? Quote, all of unquote. it. All of them. We checked all the boxes. Check. Like, did all the things, but... Now, I'm not saying that we're not happy and that we're not succeeding because we're making it for ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, kind of like they did. But it was like they were sold this American dream of like, you just yeah. have to work hard and you'll yep. succeed and everything yep. will just come. And then here comes 2008 when we're yep. graduating and Shit. it's just like financial crisis that we had nothing to do with, but we suffer Truly. all the consequences. So listen, millennials out here Truly, are just suffering all the time. <laughs> all the time <laughs> in constant anxiety all just trying to make it and then you have the added pressure of like you better make it yep i did everything in my power for yep. you to make it
1: yep you you better make it and okay. succeed and i'm tired so hurry up so hurry that up. i could uh yes, put my feet up and like you could then take care of me yes, i this no return one talks on investment that. needs yeah. to hurry up and pay off
0: for sure, because there's 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 that added pressure about like, cause I always think about, because I'm also a mom, I am financially planning for three generations. Mm. Like I've been my mother's accountant, lawyer-ish person since I was in my teens. Mm. Like translating documents, when my mom bought a house, like I was the one doing all of the like translating and things and helping her sign things and figure things out. I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have like this, also responsibility somehow of being an adult when you're not an adult Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's like look at this they she bought a house great it's what she always wanted but like where did i sign up to get all this right right but she did it and she made it happen based on the little things that she did in life to make her succeed So I'm like, well, I have to do better. Mm -hmm. I have to do more Mm -hmm. because I need her to retire Mm -hmm. and I need myself to be financially stable. Mm -hmm. And I now have a daughter and I have Mm -hmm. to plan for her financial future. I see all these like, Reels and TikToks about putting her as like a authorized user of my credit card so that she has a credit score. And like, I didn't even know what the credit score was.
1: Absolutely, did you do
0: it? (laughs) I haven't yet, I need to. No, but like like you need to do it. And that's that's the thing that we don't realize. Like we have this expectation, like we work hard, we do the things, we check all the boxes, we're gonna succeed. But there's something we're missing that we're not taught. The social network. Mm -hmm. If you don't know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's not something we're taught. We have to figure that out once we get to the corporate world. That's real. like all that other stuff. And like, so you have this in you of like your parents saying, I made it on my own. I did it. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to make it on my own and I'm doing it. But you're like, well, how come I'm not, I'm not there yet? Mm -hmm. How come I'm not there yet? And it's because you don't know the tricks of the trade that all the people who are in positions of power, or like higher up in the economic ladder already know these things they teach that yeah they
1: and teach they that they set
0: them they set their kids up from birth with trusts doing all these things all these financial and they hire people to do all this planning for them and we're here like googling our way through life
1: you yeah. know you 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 source it out it's it's funny that you you talk about that experience too because that's something that i always felt like uh Another stigma on which is like the hierarchy of the immigrant, or like you're only as good as your struggle, yeah, and what you've been through, right? Because that's something that I've always felt like othered for because there wasn't, especially in like high school, like a lot of our friends were not in dual income family you know households like Mm -hmm. with a mom and a dad who are there who are contributing who are coming to every single event so there was this this like piece of like quote-unquote hardship that was like quote-unquote removed Mm, because there were there was the financial means you know there was the the like optics of the nuclear family you know
0: yeah the reality of that is very different so different and as i raise a child and, and my husband and i are trying to break those generational hey. curses and that could be a whole different episode too amen amen but we're trying to be parents that have some that have the man doing work to raise a child, just as much as the woman, it shouldn't just be my burden. I think that the matriarchs in Latina like households, they just don't get credit. Women don't get credit, hmm. like because your mom, okay, yeah, she had your dad bringing in money, but like who was doing the raising? And she was a nurse, like <laughs> mm-hmm. she had this crazy ass schedule. I can only imagine yeah. of like going out and caring for other people who like medically needed her. Yep, and then coming home to care for her family. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is like this dichotomy of like having to do everything and all the things and like, Oh, but that's the woman's job.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. The cooking, the cleaning, the, cooking, the, 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 the
0: There is no mommy does this, daddy does that. We're both parents. Yeah. And, and that, in itself, is, like, I have a supportive partner, so I'm very lucky. Yeah. So it's not like he's, like, absent or anything, and he's, like, there. But parenting is fucking hard. Yeah. Raising humans not to be assholes is really hard. Truly. Uh, Because that's just how we're built. Yeah, it sounds horrifying. (laughs) Yes. It sounds horrifying. It is. But she's lovely and um, sweet, but also, like, she's working through things in life. And I'm, like, trying to be calm and not do, like, the... Uh, I'll give you something to cry about yeah, type yeah, of yeah, parenting yeah, 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 yeah. that
1: we experience. She's wonderful. I mean, <laughs> she's wonderful. Parenting in and of itself as a whole, I'm just like that. Yeah, so
0: it's, like, it's, it's, it's not for everybody.
1: Scary times.
0: But um, if you have a supportive partner, it's easier. If you have community. Like, I'm so, like, I had her a week before the whole world shut down. Yeah. And yeah, you did. I was by myself with my husband. Yeah. And we couldn't even leave the house if we wanted
1: to yeah yeah yeah
0: so it was a tough time to be new parents yeah because we didn't have any physical support yeah so like when i was growing up it was like i lived on the fourth floor of my apartment building my aunt lived on the first floor my other aunt lived across the street and my grandfather lived down the block because he followed my grandmother here from dr that's a different story (laughs) yeah Yeah, right right um but we were tight knit we're still tight knit yeah and it's just like having that level of community i'm really grateful for because it really does take a village yeah because like the mental load of like raising a child the physical exhaustion of having the child it's just like and they're my family thankfully are more than happy like yes please give me the kid like (laughs) Go away. Go to any vacation you want. Please give Listen, me the kid. I'm I just
1: <laughs> telling all my family, this is the energy that y'all need to come with. Yes. Don't, don't come with no other energy because when this baby comes, I am dropping off the baby with the baby's backpack. All of the things. All of the frozen breast milk in the cooler, ready to go. Clothes for you. Clothes for the baby. Food for you. Food leave for the baby. It. And I'm, my
0: bag's packed so I could leave. I'm out. I am out. <laughs> so... I'm really thankful that that part of our culture has that level of community in it mm. just kind of built in. It could be annoying as fuck sometimes. This is true. Um, Because it can be super overbearing. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm really thankful because I saw what life was like without it. And I'm like, Oh no, 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 yeah. I need this. This is
1: true. So your husband is not Spanish.
0: He is not. He is, uh, identifies as black and his family is, his dad's side of the family is from Belize. Um, so we have a dual language household mm. um, where I try my best to instill Spanish in Mia because mm-hmm. my great, my grandmother, her great grandmother only speaks Spanish. And I would love for them to just like actually communicate. Yep. Um, so that's an important part for me. Also, I just think ugh, like yeah. there's so much I love about us. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't want to be anything other than us. Yeah. Because I just think it's so it's so like amazing to have these roots, to like stick to you know yeah and like one of the things that I really appreciate about my upbringing is that we'd go to DR. I wasn't born there, but we'd go there pretty often, and to see the difference like it's a different kind of life you live there, right? It's like tropical. It's more free. It's more air. It's more connected to nature. But you see differences it's in how grittier. people
1: grittier, yeah, it's grittier. It's dirtier. It's it's rougher it's
0: rough like you have to watch your back even like your cousin or so-and-so I'm too bougie. I'm too yes bougie. I'm too i haven't bougie. gone back in a long time because mm-hmm. i keep hearing all these horror stories mm-hmm. about stuff mm-hmm. and like but i do want her to visit to understand because i think that that really informed what i studied like yeah political science and like you we got that little taste of yeah globalism. yeah
1: Just being who we are. Yes, yes.
0: And we got to see the world outside of America and we're like, oh, there's so much more out there. Totally,
1: totally. So coming into this conversation, like you mentioned, like your white passing, I think over the past couple of years, like with this big, like dialogue Mm -hmm. on like BLM and, you know, you know, just like African-Americans in general, just really thinking about how I identify and like, do I consider myself black? Yes. But like then some people would see that and be like, what are you talking about? This makes no sense. And I'm just like, there are so many Latino traditions that I do identify with like growing up and so many that I don't. And so many African American, Black American traditions that I resonate with way more. Like nine times out of ten, like
0: I'm gonna resonate with that more than right. a Latino tradition, right? But I think it's also our upbringing. We grew up in yeah. New York. I grew up in Harlem. You grew yeah. up in the Bronx. Like yeah. there's just like you. Can- we couldn't escape it. Like 99.9 percent of my friends are black. Like I can't. Yeah. I couldn't help it just because yeah. where I was. Yeah. Right. Like that was my environment. So when I went away to like a very white school, it was a shock mm-hmm. because we li- came from New York. Our high school was super like black and Latino. Like yep. it was just like, we were steeped mm-hmm. in the culture. So like to, to, I never felt othered until I left. Not to
1: mention that we went to school in the middle of Manhattan, truly, truly. That's
0: where we went to high school.
1: <laughs> and you just said something really interesting about not feeling othered until you left.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I did not feel othered because I just my people were all around me. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I went to high school, my people were all around me. Yeah, okay, the people around us in the high that hated our high school because we were loud and we were kids, like mm-hmm. whatever. But like I never felt othered until I went there, which was in Pennsylvania, in the middle, smacked out Pennsylvania, and I was just like, Oh, interesting. This is what this feels like. But then because I'm white passing, talking about the colorism, mm-hmm. I tried so hard not not tried so hard like so there's that colorism in Dominican like your if your hair is straighter yeah. if you're
1: yep. whiter yep. it's better yep yes
0: and I remember my grandmother telling me they never talked to me about sex or or relationships or anything when I was in high school basically just like I went to we both went to Catholic school yeah. our whole lives you closed your legs Save and it that's it
1: husband right right
0: mm-hmm. so then I got to college and my grandma was like oh, is there any white boys with blue eyes that you're like winking at? And I was oh, like- 100%. I
1: was just
0: like, what is this? Maybe okay, <laughs> that was the goal. Yeah, like, listen, you got a good, a good old Zach
1: Morris? Yes. Can you imagine bringing Morris? hundred percent.
0: That was like, <gasps> they would've put me on a pedestal. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> it would've been like the biggest prize for them. imagine?
1: What is that in today's terms? Like
0: a Harry Styles? Like, yeah. Imagine? like that's what we would have to that was like the approval rate right yeah yeah and we both ended up with pretty dark skinned husbands yeah a
1: hundred percent a hundred percent
0: so it's just very funny that that's what their goal for us and our goals for ourselves very different yeah hundred um, percent. so i i would wear my hair straight all the time go to dominican blowouts get the hurdles do all the things the minute I went over there, one, there was no one who knew how to do my hair. So there was fact, that. Fact. Um two, I wanted to not be one of them. Mm. I I can very at that time it was much thinner. I could very much pass for just being white. No mm-hmm. one would know unless you heard my name, right, where I was from. Right, right, right. And I wore my hair curly. I had a jansport backpack that had all my flags, because so I'm Puerto mm-hmm. Rican, Dominican, mm-hmm. and American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And i was just like the president of latino caucus mm-hmm. in this in that mm-hmm. in this to differentiate myself from them because yeah. I was just like i'm not you yeah this is not my experience and i was just like but i wanted to be different yeah i'm not you yeah so it's like a really weird experience of being white passing not wanting to that's yeah that was the worst thing
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: (coughs) sorry yeah
1: no no i mean i it's so funny because you would think that i would have had the same if not worse experience because i went to school in a podunk town in florida like The town was a mile long the only thing in the town was my school and the the abbey across the street and the golf course that is it that was all that existed there i loved it but funnily enough like i had more I would say I had more, if not just the same amount of black and brown friends yes. at my college, and and not even for seeking them out. It's just because it was such a small school, so it it, it like it it provided this very interesting mix of not just like a mix of colors, but also a mix of different white people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you had your uh, Northeastern, your Boston folks, Mm -hmm. your your New Englanders and your Northeasterners, your New Yorkers, your New Jersey people. Then you had your locals from Florida. Then you had your Caribbeans, but then you had your, your international by folks, it yeah. is just like, oh, you look like Applebee's, but you're not like you're a French restaurant, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you, you, I <laughs> love that you're you're not Applebee's, you're Olive Garden, yeah, for <laughs> sure,
0: you know, for sure. So, so it was just like
1: strangely enough, like I have experienced more like <laughs> racism, like in major metro areas, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, New York, uh, Boston. Oh my god, Boston. Yeah,
0: Boston. I've had some experiences. Jesus Boston. But like some experiences there myself, but like not <laughs> in my college. And it's just like
1: I think like as much as I wanted a different experience, like my my destiny was to like always have a multicultural, very diverse experience. Even if I didn't realize that's what I was choosing. Cause I surely, I was just like, Disneyland.
0: Yeah, and just like fun. You wanted to have yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah, I went exactly. to school wanting to get the American experience, percent. Right? Going away to school, 100%. living on campus, oh, that 100%. type
1: of stuff.
0: 100%. And I got there and I was like, oh, I I need a city. Like I need to go back. Which yeah. is why I always, fi- yes. I ended up finding my people. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, I ended up going to the clubs or like when I whenever they had like these like club open houses mm-hmm. or whatever. I was like, oh, where are the Latinos? Where mm-hmm. are the Caribbean people? Like yep. I need to find them. Yes. And I ended up going the school was pretty large, but like most of my crew were just so diverse because I found my people. Mm-hmm. Right? You're Dominican, I'm Dominican, cool. We're friends. Yes. Like it's just literally. kinda like automatic literally
1: what is the food that we're gonna bond over yes what is the right. drink what are you missing where do you over? get
0: where do you get your, your hair, hair done <laughs> is like the Truly number though. one question where do you when get you're your in a that's real. very white place that's real who does your hair that's real. that's real that's a fact there are so many friends i bonded over with that where exact do you get your hair done where do you get your hair that is a fact so it's just like, it's a very interesting to have this experience and then come back to New York where it's just like normal.
1: Yeah, yes. Right?
0: Where everybody looks like everybody different and you can wear whatever crazy thing. No one even looks at you. Literally. And you just went about life. But like, I could tell when I walked into the room with my curly hair or like mm. if I wore a certain thing, like I could just feel people looking at me. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was good or bad, but I always felt like, oh, that's the Latin girl. That's mm. the president of so and so. That's who she is. And I can—I almost became like a mascot <laughs> in some respects. Yeah. So it was just like a weird thing to just be from New York, yeah. Be Latina, and then just being like this, like you know, caricature of what they thought I yeah. would be, yeah. And I wasn't that, yeah, yeah. So it was—it was definitely interesting. Definitely made me realize I belong in a city. Yes, I belong in big New city. York City. Big fact. Um, but it was just a very interesting experience. I'm glad I did it because it made me, I did the thing that they wanted me to do, go yeah. to college. Yep. Did it, mom. Yep. Check. Uh, check. Then financial crisis, whoop. Truly. Destroyed everything. Big fact. Uh, And then I went to school again. And I was like, still a sham. It's still a sham. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's still a sham. I loved my education, but I didn't, I wasn't smart about it mm. in the way that like, I didn't use the social networks the way I should have. Mm. Part of my app, by the way, one mm. day it's coming. Mm. Like college is for networking, mm-hmm. point blank. Mm-hmm. That's what Facebook was mm-hmm. about to begin with, mm-hmm. right? Cause mm-hmm. for networking. I didn't do it right.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's real. I should have done it differently. That's real. Because it's the colleagues, the friends, whatever, who are gonna work at the Goldman Sachs or that's the real. UBS or whatever company i didn't do it right that's real and i felt like i had to do everything by myself because i was the first to do everything i was the first to, go to college i was the first to, to to get a real like corporate job i was the first to like not work in a factory mm-hmm. like you know like you there were so labor, many yeah. firsts that i was navigating i felt i had to do everything by myself so i wanted no help because i felt like help was like the enemy
1: Mm-mm, girl
0: and I'm like I did it wrong mm-hmm, girl <laughs> mm-hmm, girl you better take I that help did it wrong I need the help I still have trouble asking for help truly by the way this is true um but like I realized that I, the way that our social networks are set up and the way their white people's social networks are made up they never get that shit like every day from yeah. everything yeah And like, there's so much shame attached to us. I feel in my perspective, it was so much shame attached to asking for help, asking for a handout. And they, but when they do it, it's all cool. It's like, hey, I have a friend who needs to go to this school or hey, I need a referral to go to this job. Absolutely. That's how they navigate everything. And I was just like, oh, I did this wrong. Yeah. Like, (laughs) listen, if you want to know
1: more about dealing with shame, listen to the previous episode of my podcast that I put out, but... (laughs) Literally, yep, there's so much shame. I did this wrong. Yeah. And now I know what the right way to do it is. Um but Well, you know what? Speaking of, since we're rapping, what would you say to to a young Latino? Somebody who's like trying to figure out where where they sit, where they belong, and, and just like w- what you know now, hindsight 2020. Oh
0: my gosh, hindsight is 2020. Um, First off, I'd say you guys are so lucky to be in this era because you can find your people faster than we can find our people. I'd say find your people. Like I'd say find your people, like love your culture, find your people and like, you're doing it right. I know that you think you're not, but you're doing it right. And the thing that you're doing, because I feel like this generation, I feel so old saying this generation. <laughs> Um, but I feel like you have so much at your fingertips, mm-hmm. like just like resources. Resources sure. just available to you. For sure. And like step into your light, step into your flyness. Mm.
1: Step and, into your light. Yes.
0: And like down with patriarchy. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I just think that we also grew up with all these like gender norms yeah. of like the man does this, the woman does this, the man does this, the woman does this. That's right no, I can do anything I want to do. That's real. And I saw the women behind me do it, but they just grew up thinking that they couldn't. Yep. And I'm like, no, you can do anything. And that's what I want to instill in my daughter. Like, you can do anything. You can be anything. Like, I read her, like, rocket science books and all this ridiculous shit she probably doesn't (laughs) even care about at this age. But, like, I read her, like, shout out to this uh, This is a plug, Little Bros, Little Libros, which is, like, books for, like, bilingual kids. Mm. And they have this um, book called Contando con Frida. And it's just, like, I didn't know who Frida was until I was, like, way older. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, here's
0: my, my, I, I started reading to her when I was, like, one or two years old, learning about Frida with una casa azul, dos pinceles, like, different. Yep like just pieces of her life but like teaching her something huh. she has all these they have all these icons and history that we didn't have we didn't yeah. figure this out until now because yeah. we weren't taught any of this yep. stuff
1: yes yes
0: yes so like i'd be like find your people step into your power you're doing the right thing and social network your way to success hello i love
1: that <laughs> hello and listen we're manifesting. Breaking generational curses and building generational wealth in this
0: mug. Every day, all day from here on out. (laughs) Boom. Well, thank you for joining me today. Thanks Uh, for having having me. And I mean, obviously,
1: I have to have you back because there's more we need to talk about, uh, particularly uh, family dynamics (sighs) as a Latino. So,
0: (laughs) that's a meaty one. (laughs) That is a meaty one. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, thank you so much, Glenn, for uh, joining us. And we will definitely uh, see you again uh at Mugfuls and Mimosas. Mugfuls of mimosas.
0: Lord. <laughs> I've had too much Mugfuls of Mimosas. Listen, <laughs> get this. What is the bottle? Where is the bottle? Put it. Put
1: Thanks for listening to this week's Mugful of Mimosas with Liz. If you can, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen. And follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Liz Laugh Love NYC. See you next week. Bye.